Welcome to Cash Call. Listen live as expert sales trainers give actionable feedback on real calls while you learn coaching tips directly from the professionals. Yeah, appreciate everybody being here. Dale and I were just talking. We're getting uh, great participation and, and thank you guys so much for showing up because the, the show is good because of you guys. And, you know, we have a uh, long longevity because you guys keep coming back and we really appreciate it. And uh, it's good for our ego, right? Of course. Listen, my ego is is a vastless, uh, never-ending pit of need. So having all these people is great. Well, and here, I'll, I'll see if we can get Dell's head not to fit in the room. Dale, I wish <laughs> I could just download your brain into mine for the sales techniques. So clearly, people like what you're offering. Thank you, Nicole Chambers. I appreciate that. And and Brian's not too bad either. Uh, yes. <laughs> Thanks, Dale. Appreciate that. Yeah. I wish, uh, wish, wish we could do that. But, you know, unfortunately, Brian, trying to translate, you know, decades of sales experience is, is the best we could do is a half hour a week. Otherwise, we'll, people's minds would explode. Right, Brian? Right. It's funny. I heard my coach say the other day, he goes, man, I really wish that I could teach everything I know in a day. I'd work one day a year and it would be amazing. And I was like, all right, I appreciate that. Me too. <laughs> man. So. I mean, I hate to say this, but honestly, I was like at the gym yesterday morning and I was just thinking about this. Literally, I think that you and I, you know, that phrase, like we've so-and-so has forgotten more than, than I know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And yeah. I, I feel like in some aspects, like there's so many things I've forgotten that I don't remember until I run across the situation or I hear it on a call or, you know, some poor salesperson who was poorly trained in the real world approaches me. And I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that thing. I need to remember to teach people. Yeah, no, it, it's amazing. And, and I think here's something and I think our audience can identify with this. When we got into real estate, everything that anybody told me is like, wow, 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 wow. But a lot of that stuff is just fundamental stuff. And what happens, the tendency, and I think that, you know, we all do this is we all want the shiny object, the really cool turn of phrase, the the objection handler, the whatever. But the truth of the matter is the majority of what we do comes down to the simple, right? It yep. comes down to building rapport and creating connection and just having conversations with people. And we get into the minutia here because that's kind of our job on this podcast. But at the end of the day, you know, a lot of that simple stuff that we forgot is the stuff that really makes people money in this business. Absolutely. I want to give an example of the minutia and how it actually matters. So uh, today I was doing a role play around... Um, what I call a hard ask, right? So you want to set a listing appointment. The person you're talking to gives you a hard ask, for instance, right? And you know, you know the type, right? Hey, all that sounds great, Brian, but I need to know what your commission is, right? That's a hard ask when you're talking to a seller and trying to get an appointment. And so I said, all right, well, I suggest I'm teaching them a basic framework. Start with a question, right? Something like, got it. So, um, is commission the uh, only important factor to you when choosing an agent to list your home with? So it's a question, right? And so we're role-playing it. And the, the person I'm talking to, the trainee I'm talking to, did a question. But instead, she, she asked, oh, is commission the most important factor to you? Slightly different question, right? And a less productive question. Because if you ask somebody that, who says, uh, Brian, what's your commission? Oh, is commission the most important factor to you? you the answer is just yes right there are no other possibilities there whereas if you ask um 
uh, is commission the only factor that you're considering when you hire a, a salesperson? Even though you might get the same yes, it opens up possibility. Just with that little turn of phrase. And it's really amazing how important the questions you ask. You know, my, well, you've heard me say this on here. You know, the quality of your life is determined by the quality of the questions that you ask. And I really, really believe that. And in sales, it's more important because that one word, that one thing, you know, because the, the the second question, if you will, the one that was more more generalized, is that the most important thing to you? Yeah, it's the most important thing to me. Right now, now in this conversation, now, I'm curious. And I'm stuck. And, you know, we used to, I used to hear a lot of people, basically, I put myself in a box. Now, it doesn't mean I can't get out of that box because I can. But the difference is, you know, is that the only thing that matters to you? what you're doing? It's it's uh, you're isolating the objection is really what you're doing in that situation. The other one doesn't isolate it. It, it leaves it wide open. And, you know, some people, it really is the only thing that matters. Like I've talked to clients and show of you, look, all your realtors do the same exact thing. You do the same marketing. The only thing that's really different with you guys is the commission. Okay. If I've got somebody like that, then I can say, great. So what commission do you want to pay? Right. I want to pay 4%. Well, the lowest I charge is 5%. I'd be happy to show you what that is. It's a little bit less service than I offer at 6%. But from what you're telling me, you don't value that anyway. So it might be a good fit for us. Yeah. So, you know, exactly. and, and uh, but if I just say most important, yeah, that's the most important thing to me. Yeah. Shit. What what else is important to you? I gotta dig my <laughs> way back out of that box. And by yeah. the way, I don't want to talk about commission. I don't know about you, but right. it's about the last thing I ever want to talk about. Right. Because if the only thing I can do is change it, and that means I'm getting paid less. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't want to talk about commission. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, cool. Let's move on to your call. Let's give let's give the hungry crowd what they want. Let's Absolutely. sacrifice a call. Who do we have today, Brian? So I'm going to say this is call is not a bad call. And this is to me one of those calls that if it got listened to by the majority of people, they're like, oh, that was a good call. I think there's huge opportunities missed here. Now, I want to say this it ends up being a very low price point. And so people go, oh, see, it wasn't, but we don't know it's a low price point. It could have been a million dollar price point. We don't know that. So that is not why this agent didn't do what I want them to do. It was just because the price point comes out later. So anyway, I'm going to go ahead and play this and uh, we'll see what we got. Be good. How about you? Good. Thank you. Uh, I'm sitting at home. We live in Bentonville and I'm looking for a lot. I want to build a house. I already have a builder and I see you have something on 41 Adams Lane. In Bella Vista. Okay. 41 Adams Lane. Is that? Did you see that on our website? Yes. Okay. And what Beautiful. I'm curious about is I had tried to buy something in Bella Vista about four years ago, and some of the restrictions they have is I'm looking to put a tiny house. Do you know if you're allowed to do that on this? So let me give some perspective on this. Bella Vista is a uh, I would call it a resort community, seven lakes, seven golf courses. There's a pretty strong POA. It's it's not a retirement community, but it's the closest thing to a retirement community without having the 55 over plus type of thing. Okay. So they are restrictive on what they do. And that's why this guy's going through this. Okay. Let me pull this up real quick. I'm just getting into it here. And so I have a question, yeah, Brian. 
Is this something that your salespeople would know off the top of their head? Or are they going to have to look into it anyway? He's probably going to have to look into this one. I happen to know that they don't allow your standard, uh, what do we call it, tiny house thing to be built there. They, I think the minimum square footage, and it's been a while since I've worked in Bella Vista, so bear with me, I think is 800. So 800 to me is not a mini, is not a, is not a tiny house. So okay. I just happen to know that because I worked there for 20 years. Okay. So um, I'm wondering why he's looking it up. And I don't know if that's just to see what the price is or, you know, because we can, I believe that we could continue having a conversation with this guy without actually looking the property up. Maybe it makes him feel better. I don't know. Um, I was just curious. Yeah. And here's the thing. When you go to the MLS, it's not going to say, yes, you can build a tiny house on this. This is <laughs> something no, where you're actually no, going to. Yeah. There's no checkbox for tiny house. I don't think that exists in the MLS yet. Not yet. It's probably coming. But so where is he going to find this information? He's either going to have to call the HOA. They actually is a POA, but same thing. He's actually going to have to call the POA or read the about 600 page document that describes that. So or call me because I know the answer to the question. <laughs> but my, but he's not going to find that in the MLS. And this is a relatively new agent. But to your point, and this is kind of the point of this whole call, we have to stop letting the lead client, whatever you want to call them, control the conversation. We have to be in charge of the conversation so that we can go back and help them get what they want. So let's listen to a little bit more. I think it'll make sense. By the lake, and they tried to tell me the minimum you could build was 2,000 square feet. Well, there were houses hmm. all around it, about 500 square feet. So I didn't get that. It's oh, super wow. quiet. Hold on. I want to pause. Uh, can every can people hear that? I wonder if you guys can hear this that are listening to this. Uh, just chat in. Let me know if you guys can hear the call being played. It's super quiet. I'm waiting to see if there's any chats. Nicole Chambers, really quiet. Yeah, I guess it is really quiet. Okay. All right. Okay. So I will not talk. Uh, just turn your speaker up and Brian will play it and I'll try not to talk. Wow. Yeah, well, I know they have some restrictions and I'm I'm not big on restriction, but I don't want to build junk either. <laughs> no, I hear that. Yes. <laughs> I um I do do see where there's no um manufactured home available, but I don't see anything about um tiny homes. But I do know um there is somebody on our team who is kind of actually it's a couple of people who are pretty expert on uh, Brian Vista. So I will be glad to get in touch with them and find out. So I like that. Hey, you know, I may not be the expert, but we've got people who are. I like that statement. I, I don't know how you feel about it, Dale, but I like it. Oh, I do. Yes. Uh, probably what I would have done even before that, Brian, is I want to just get more info from the guy. One is a tiny house, your only option. Uh, or is that the only thing you're like, is your heart dead set on that? Or are you open to other possibilities? And then how many square feet? What size are you looking to build? Just so that when I talk to you, I have something to, to actually put in front of you. Well, and here's the thing that I think that people need to understand when they're doing discovery, because that's what you're talking about, is you have to be specific. So here's the thing, you know, and this is a funny exercise I've, I, I've done. If some you want to you feel free and I'll, I'll just kind of share it with our audience. If you're ever teaching somebody and you want to understand how everyone has a different perspective on things, have everybody in the room write down five words that mean sex. If you're okay. in a, 
Well, it sounds like a funny thing, but here's the thing. Like when I was, when I did this for the first time, I was a student when I was doing this and people wrote, one guy wrote, one of his five words was food. Now I'm not here to talk about judgment or all that, but that wasn't in my list of five words. So here's my point of this whole story. What the hell is a tiny house? Is it a, is it 300 square feet, 500 square feet, 1500 square feet? Because talking to somebody who lives in a 300,000 or a 3,000 square foot house or a 30,000 square foot house, they might have a different perspective on what a tiny house is. My idea of a tiny house is 2000 square feet. I'm a little bougie. You know what I mean? Like that's a small place. (laughs) Right. So, you know, this concept of tiny house, what does it mean? By the way, is it a house that has to be brought in prefabbed? You know, is it a house that's going to be stick built? You know, these, there's a lot of factors that come into this. And this is where you differentiate yourself as an agent, because if I ask these questions, the guy goes, oh, this guy's on top of it. He knows the right question to ask. He's smart. He's going to solve my problems versus the agent goes, I'm going to look some stuff up and call you back. <laughs> right. So I'm going to play a little bit more. For sure for you. Okay, uh, well, I can give you my number and call back. We're cash buyers. I just want to, uh, my builder's yeah. getting an opening in two months and I'm trying to get something and close. You know, so I can move forward. You bet, you bet. Yeah, what is your phone number? Uh, It's, well, you got 479-553-7861. Oh, do you want to pause this? We're pushing this out onto the, pushing this into the world. Do you want to kind of skip past this phone number? Yeah, let me go back to it. Okay. I think we, I, I think I got flagged on YouTube for uh, like I personally identifiable info in one of our cash call videos. So we just got to make sure we don't have full email addresses or phone numbers in there. Okay. Mike, my wife, Patricia, our last name is. Okay. That would help too. <laughs> we skip over that. 553-7861. Okay. So we're going to go through that. I'm going to let him say his wife's name. My name okay. is Mike. My wife's Patricia. Our last name is Payne. Okay, so we're just going to cut that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I am a Payne. <laughs> you know what? I think we all can, are at certain moments in, in life. So, yeah. The funny thing he is, the funny thing is, he's not. You know how I know? Because he said he was, and he thinks it's funny, and he's not. He's. He, I, I'll take a hundred clients like this guy. He's asking <laughs> questions participating he thinks he's difficult come and talk to some of my other clients so all right. <laughs> right we uh we hope that the great same grace is given to us or that we give the same grace that is given to us because <laughs> that's the that's the, definitely the case that's but, right but, well let yeah. me know okay. because i see you have a couple on here but really you mm-hmm. know i'm trying to what i'm really trying to do is I'm trying to get my grandson to come here from California. He's a teacher and they've offered good programs and he's coming next month. Right. So this is a question. Now, granted, he's giving this information, but this is the question the agent should have gotten by asking because most clients, most leads don't give you all the information. Right. Right. So this is a question. Hey, what, why specifically are you looking to build a tiny house? Why, you know, why specifically build it? I mean, what what are there other areas that I mean there's so many opportunities here to do that so uh, this is my point it sounds like a good call right there's mm-hmm. on its surface we've got rapport um you know the guy's interested in working with it sounds like a good call but there was so many opportunities missed I'm going to play the last 50 seconds and then I'll, I'll, we'll finish it up well, so I thought wow, it's okay. cool to buy a lot 
put up a tiny house because it's just my grandson, his wife, and my great-grandson. And yeah. just thought I'd put up a tiny house and give them a start. And if I can buy a lot for a reasonable price, I know I can do a tiny house for about 70 You know, for yeah. 80 grand, I can get him set. And he doesn't have a mortgage. He's got a place to live. And, you know, they mm-hmm. can have a life. <laughs> yeah. It may be pie no. in the sky, but I'm going to try. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you bet, you bet. No, that's a that's a great idea, and I am glad to check on check on that. I'll uh, I'll get back to you as soon as possible here to let you know exactly what uh, is allowed and 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 not. So. Oh, that's uh, great. And we're going to be and we're doing some gardening in the backyard. So if you call and the machine takes over, just leave a message and I'll call you right back. So here's my point, Dale. Like we there's a possibility. It's very low, by the way, that this guy can do exactly what he wants. Mm-hmm. There's also a possibility that he cannot do anything close to what he wants. And that's what we don't know. Hey, by the way, Bob, what happens if this is not a feasibility? What's plan B? Right. I was going to say plan B, the exact same thing. You know, and show the guy that you're here to solve his problem. He he doesn't even know he has a problem yet. He does have a problem because what he wants to do will not happen. And by the way, it was an interesting thought. Husband, wife, kid. Do they really want to live in a 300 square foot house? Has he asked his grandson if this is even something he wants to do? Because I don't know about you, but unless I'm broke and I got no place to live, I don't want me, my wife, and my kid living in 300 square feet. Yeah, it sounds horrible to you and to me, but this is another reason why you have to ask these things, right? Hey, is the tiny house your idea or is it your son's idea, right? Because you know, maybe the son thinks that's fantastic and wants to live in a in a tiny house or thinks, you know, that he's saving the environment or I don't know what's going on. Or maybe the dad just came up with this concept and it makes no sense at all. Thank you. Yeah. Right. And I think I think that's the key. The key is. And, and so my takeaway for for me, for you, for the audience is we just don't know. And we miss the opportunity to know. And again, on its surface, Sounds like a good call. I'll look this stuff up. I'll call you back. And he's like, oh, yeah, that sounds great. Like, it sounds really good. Here's the thing. What if you don't pick up the phone? Right. There's no there's no strategy here. It's simply, and it comes back to this, and I say this all the time, it comes back to this guy is playing customer service rep, not salesperson. Yeah, True. Yeah, I think that um, I don't think that it's nitpicking and I don't think it's getting into the weeds. It's the things that um, if you don't do these in practice, even like you said, even though the call went well, this will cost you business or this will make things more difficult if everything doesn't go the way that you want it to go. Yeah. So, you know, because think about this, in my opinion, did good discovery get done? Eh, a six or a seven. I'd but- say Matt. But that wasn't because the agent did a good job. That was because the guy just spilled his guts. Right. I mean, and so again, it doesn't sound like, and again, I'm not in this agent's head. So maybe they maybe they did have a plan to do some discovery. And the guy just puked on him and he's like, oh, great. I just write that down. Maybe that's what happened. And that's very possible. But this is the kind of things that I want you guys as an audience to be thinking about. Is this a good call? Did I do a good job or did I just get lucky because the lead got the script basically, you know, and started reading the script off to him, you know, and you've heard me say this a hundred times. If you ever listen to cash call, he also didn't button him up. Right. Like no logical next step. 
No logical next step. Didn't tell them, hey, by the way, if you have any other questions about real estate, you can call me directly and I'm happy to answer them for you. I'll be your guy. Some kind of thing that says I'm your guy. Some kind of thing that says, here's the next thing that we're going to do to ensure that you get what you want and I get paid. And, <laughs> you know, and obviously you're not going to say that to the client, but that's right. really what it comes down to. So, yeah, absolutely. What else do you got for us, man? I got another call if we want to listen to it. Yeah, we're making it the show of Brian today. We're letting Brian play all of his calls that Dale's run over. I take up all the time, and Brian hasn't gotten to play a call in the last couple of weeks. Yes. All right. So I can't remember exactly what was on this call because I prepped for the other one. But there was a reason I saved this, so we'll just we'll wing it a little bit. Yes, I am. Yes. Is there any way we can get it the tour earlier today or for 30 the earliest? Um, let me see kind of what's going on. So a little little pre-frame on this. The client called, said they wanted to see House X at 430 today, and that's kind of where we're at. Okay. Decent question. Wouldn't be my favorite question, but at least it's not click, 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 click. Let me sit here and, uh, you know, because that feels like four hours to me when people are just looking stuff up. So at least she asked a question. Um, I would probably do something like, hey, tell me a little bit more about your house search. How long y'all been looking? Is this the first house you're looked at? It's not a horrible question. It's just not my favorite. Yeah, I agree. Or, you know, what has you interested in this property or what has you interested in this house? What caught your eye about this house? Um, any, any, you know, those, I think all of those, what you said and I said are better than what she did. As long as she did something, it's good, but we could improve it. Right. So, you know, this is a seven out of 10, if you will, versus a 10 out of 10, but still a heck of a lot better than the standard click, 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 click. Brian's right. ready to punch somebody because they won't say any words. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I've just kind of been looking on my own and I'm in town today. So I was wanting to try to have a look at it. I saw it on, online. So I was trying to get, look at it before I leave. Okay. Funny, because actually this is right around the corner from my house. Oh, great. Uh, so, and I'm actually headed there. I just wrapped up an appointment right now so i mean i could even be there in like 15 minutes so what time is it One fifty-five. i could be there at 2 15 or 2 30 and, and there's a feeling three o'clock you want three o'clock yeah if three o'clock would be okay okay let me check for three o'clock um, so you and i talk about this a lot i i, I it frustrates me i know it frustrates to you when people are checking like just say three o'clock like this book it. And I know the way technology um, works nowadays. Like you can literally look this up showing time. We use the, like she's looking at this real time and I appreciate that, but stop it. Just book the appointment. Agreed. And you're in town? Yes, I am. Okay, you re uh, are you relocating this way? Yes, I am. Cool, well, welcome. I'm also a reload. I've been up here for 
traveling this way for about 20 years, but I finally relocated when my brother started having kids. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, look, we are scheduled for 3 o'clock. My name is Sabrina. I want you to think of me as your agent as you relocate this way because I can answer all those relocation questions that you have. Um, cause, and this is basically ready when you are ready. And okay. Let's see. Do you have any other questions right now? I'm actually going to probably get to know you a little bit more when I see you here shortly. Um, no questions right now. So I'm going to send you my contact information, confirm that you have it. I'll see you at 3, and then any additional information I have, I will send your way. All right. So the obvious glaring problem is we need to find out if there are other properties that she has already booked to see or wants to book to see and give her instructions in case she finds one she wants to see uh, so that we can get it scheduled for her. Agreed. And, you know, she did do the thing, a little different version than my version of it of, hey, I'm your agent. And I appreciated that. Actually, I saw you smile and kind of yeah, laugh. I like, that. I like it, you know, and it's funny because I think a lot of people are afraid to say that. I well, really do. I want to point out that you kind of it's contextual, right? So if I'm like, OK, Brian, I'll see you around three o'clock. Um, consider me your agent. Right. <laughs> That doesn't quite sound as nice as a bubbly person, you know, within a happy tone of voice saying it. So I think it's also contextual. I do too. And here's another thing that I like what she did. This person's clearly a relo. She said, I'm in town. Yep. And the agent said, oh, hey, I was a relo, you know, yeah. it, it, that was a great commonality, great rapport building. That's the kind of rapport building that I like people doing instead of me doing a Spanish Inquisition on you and asking you a million questions so I can find something that I actually have in common with you. Just listen to what the person says and find a way to have that. Con now, again, don't be ridiculous. Oh, you want to buy a house? I live in a house. You know, I'm not. <laughs> it can't be can't be that kind of commonality. But, you know, <laughs> well, sometimes people are bad. You know it. Oh, you like oh. music. It's kind I of know. like, you know, people go on a date. Oh, you like music? Wow, we're soulmates. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yes. Uh, one of our uh, watchers, listeners, uh, viewers, Dexter Brandeo also mentioned, uh, where are you from? Right? We never got where the person's from. And yes, she did a great job with rapport building. She did do rapport building. She did find some commonality. I personally, when I teach people, Every time you have a conversation with a lead, when you first do your discovery, get the full who, where, when, why, what, and how much, all of it. I know that it might feel a little uncomfortable, but, you know, for instance, it sounded like your salesperson was on the run. Uh, so don't worry. She was probably trying to think of what to ask and how to structure and what to do while on the run. And so it cut out some of the pieces. But if she were reminded, hey, every single time, who, where, when, why, what, and how much, uh, she's being recorded. So it's totally fine. You don't have to remember anything. Just get all the questions. It's right here in the recording. Yep. Yeah. And, you know, we use follow-up boss. And so uh, depending on which thing, we might even be transcribed for you. So there's some cool options out there with technology that uh, can do a lot of great stuff. And that's and I and I really like that. So anyway, um, you know, two calls today that I played on the surface that just seemed great. 
And by the way, feels like both of these people will potentially end up as clients. That being said, don't judge your call strictly on the outcome. Nitpick Absolutely. yourself like Dale and I are doing because yep. the next call is going to be different. The next call is going to be the guy who goes, I want the lot. Okay, great. And what do you, I'm going to build a tiny house. Okay. And anything? No, I'm good. I just want to see, you know, and now you're going to have to dig and find out that the great grandson and the grandson are moving and they want to build a tiny. I mean, so yes, just because you got the discovery or got a part of it, who, what, why, where, when, and how six W's I say it all the time and, and it's really critical. So anyway, yep, absolutely. All right, everybody. Thanks for joining us today. Dale Archdeacon, Brian Curtis signing off for cash call. One more week. See you next week, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Thanks for listening to Cash Call today. If you like what you heard, come check us out at smartsalescoaching.com. And we'll be back again next week.